first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I am your host, as always, Cody Felger. Joining me, your other host, Mr. Derek Larger. And Derek, we are at the end of our look at the Colts position groups. Super exciting. It's been a really fun journey looking at every single position group, starting with the quarterback, working our way through the offense, working our way through the defense, and now finishing out looking at the Colts special teams. We're putting them all together. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, So I'm really pumped, man, to, to look at this position group and kind of wrap this series up. But before, Derek, we go and look at this position group, um, we want to talk, you know, shout out our sponsors here. First off, Roster Guy Sports. Uh, this episode is sponsored by them. You can get your news anywhere, so check out rosterguy.com for unique perspectives and fan interaction. Also, be sure to check out the Fan to Fan Network. Our launch is very, very soon. We're a part of that. Derek and I are, so uh, be sure to find them. Be sure to, to find them on Twitch, on Twitter, on all the social media platforms. Fan to Fan Network, the voice that sports fans deserve. So, with that being said, Derek, I'm excited. I don't know how we how you're excited, uh, but I'm pumped, man, to just look at this position group. It's super intriguing to me. There's a, there's a, a couple knowns, and there's a lot of unknowns in this position group. So super exciting. Um, and Derek, I thought we could start here really easily by looking at the guy out of all of these guys on the Colt special teams. He's the one that is most established, and that is Rigoberto Sanchez. Ever since he was brought in after Pat McAfee hung it up, after the 2017, I guess 2016 season, wasn't it? Yeah, Pat McAfee retired right when Chris Ballard was hired. So Mm -hmm. 2017 through now, Rigoberto Sanchez has been the Colts punter. He's been a very good punter for the Colts. Obviously hasn't been to Pat McAfee levels because Pat McAfee was the best punter in the league for a long time. I want to hear your perspective on a guy like Rigoberto Sanchez, a guy that's not very much talked about when talking about the Colts special teams. Obviously with the drama around Adam Vinatieri last year, Nobody mentioned Rigoberto Sanchez's name. Give me your thoughts on a guy like Rigoberto Sanchez, Derek. Yeah, uh, Sanchez has been a very good kicker, um, very reliable kicker. Uh, You're right. He's not really the kind of person that brings around a lot of drama, which, you know, is definitely a good thing. Um, It's good to not have drama when it comes to your kickers. means that you're normally doing something right. So, yeah, Sanchez, a very reliable guy. Um, you know, it's just one of those guys that, you know, you enjoy having on the team. He brings a lot of energy, um, at that punting and kicking aspect of it. So yeah, not quite like a Pat McAfee once was, but yeah, Roberto, Rigoberto Sanchez is definitely a great kicker and I enjoy having him here just like everyone else. Yeah. I mean, that was the easiest one right there. Rigoberto Sanchez, not a lot to say, and that's normally good for a punter. So we can move on now to a position group that's going to be in a lot of flux after this last season, the kicking disaster with Adam Vinatieri, not only missing field goals, Derek, but missing extra points, costing the Colts games last year. I mean, there are many games where the Colts were in it till the end and 
because of special teams blunders, the Colts, unfortunately, uh, lost a lot of those games. I mean, you think of that week one game against uh, the Chargers, Adam Vinatieri left at least double-digit points on the field by just missing extra points, missing field goals, and the Colts ultimately lost in overtime. And you think if Adam Vinatieri would have made his extra points and made his field goals, the Colts might have won by double digits. I mean, that's how dramatic that was. And then, obviously, that Pittsburgh game, that wasn't much his fault. But, you know, if you make that kick, you win in Pittsburgh. And maybe your season completely changes. And, and there was just a lot of different times during the season where Adam Vinatieri just did not look like he was fully healed from that groin injury that he suffered. And uh, so the Colts brought in a couple guys. They brought in Chase McLaughlin last year, who I thought was really good um, overall. I think – he was perfect on extra points, which I think is huge, especially after the blunders last year. But he also was pretty good in terms of field goals. He was he missed one field goal the entire year for the Colts, and that was a 50-plus yarder. So all things considered, he, he was very good for the Colts overall. He's a young guy. He was a rookie last year. And so you got to think the sky's the limit for a guy like Chase McLaughlin. You're going to probably get him cheap. I mean, he signed an extension to stay with the Colts. So he's under contract. Uh, give me your thoughts on Chase McLaughlin, Derek. Yeah, Chase obviously came in in a very, uh, a very weird situation for Indianapolis Colts fans. Situation that we haven't really seen for a long, long time, uh, given the amount of time Adam Vinatieri has been here in Indianapolis. He's always been Mr. Reliable, Mr. Clutch. Uh, this last season, he just wasn't that. Um, regardless of whether or not you want to say it was injury or whatever it was, he was not reliable and he's not getting any younger. I mean, the man is 45 years old. Um, I'm kind of in the vast majority. I feel of Colts fans that would rather just see him walk after this, but yeah, chase came in, uh, was perfect from extra point. It's exactly what you want. Uh, definitely was a, uh, reliable, kicker uh from outside of that range so i i feel chase should uh, have gotten an extension and should uh be remaining on this team for a while if he continues to keep kicking the way that he is yeah he was last year perfect 11 11 for the colts on extra points he was five of six on field goals um his long was 50 so he made a 50 yard field goal for the colts uh, yeah, he definitely is a guy that, that I think is reliable, and that's what you need, um, especially because of the unreliability last year from the field goal kickers. So another guy that the Colts brought in, an undrafted free agent, um, he was very well known in the college world out of Georgia, Rodrigo Blankenship out of Georgia. Um, <laughs> if you've seen a picture of Rodrigo Blankenship, it, it's pretty hilarious. Um, you just would not think he's – a kicker or a punter. I don't know. It just, his specs, man, they just stick out and they're pretty freaking awesome. Uh, he has a huge leg. He's a guy that was, you know, you talk about special teams guys not really being known. He was known, right? He, he was known in the college world just for those specs, man. And he also has a pretty booming leg. So Colts brought him in for competition with Chase McLaughlin, which I think is good. Uh, what are your thoughts on a guy like Blankenship, Derek? Yeah, Blankenship definitely has uh, a lot of really cool uh, experience with Georgia, became a icon in the kicking game. You know, it's really funny uh, to see where he's come, a guy that, you know, in high school was 
not really known ever in the, even in the kicking world and then eventually became one of the most well-known kickers of football ever so yeah he, he's and he's definitely a good kicker um has had some times where he has missed some important ones but again you know he he's been reliable uh has you know been there and done that so he knows how it is and I, I, I'm excited to see what they actually do with him because, you know, undrafted free agent and, you know, you, you, what do you do with him with Chase McLaughlin there? You know, it, it is an interesting situation for me to see just how they can use him or when they will use him or how they'll use him. I just don't know. Yeah. At Georgia, he, he was at 82.5% field on field goals. He was a perfect, get this. He kicked 200 times and made 200 extra points. So definitely won't have to worry about that if he indeed is the Colts kicker. Let me ask you this, Derek. I know this is maybe a little bit of a hard question because we haven't really seen either of these guys in the league for very long because both these guys are very young players. But if you had to choose one of these guys that you would like to see the Colts take a chance on to be their next kicker for the long term, which guy would you prefer? I mean – it's kind of weird. I feel like you should ask Zach this question because he would enjoy that a lot, but <laughs> everyone knows he hates kickers. But anyway, um, who would I want for the future? I don't, I don't know. Um, to, I mean, to, bo- to me, both of them seem very reliable. I, I really haven't seen a lot of chase yet, and maybe that's why I'm kind of iffy to say him or maybe that is the reason why I'm iffy to take uh Blankenship. I don't know. I don't I, 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 I can't say, Cody. I honestly can't because both of them have been reliable. Both of them have been accurate and durable. I don't I can't sit here and definitively give you an answer on that. Yeah, it is the debate, you know, Chase McLaughlin was very good for the Colts last year, but I would say on paper Blankenship probably has a bigger leg. But we know that doesn't always translate to being a better kicker. And so, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a really good question. Honestly, I think at this point, and you'll probably agree with me here, Derek, whoever the Colts decide that they're going to roll with, I think it's I'm fully supportive of because they obviously know what they're doing. They already got Rigoberto Sanchez, who's one of the better punchers in the league. So I trust their prowess in looking for the next Indianapolis Colts kicker. Um, but it is interesting to see, man, what would happen – if Adam Vinatieri, you know, fully recovers from that injury and he's in the competition as well, um, I personally would probably prefer just to move on from Vinatieri at this point. But, man, you never know. Uh, that guy's a fierce competitor. We know, you know, years ago when Vinatieri was struggling, he had a, a similar an injury years ago now. And the Colts brought in some kickers. And Vinatieri is not too happy. He outperformed every single one of the kickers that the Colts brought in. So he's a very competitive guy. I would not count him out. I think he's a little bit of a wild card, right? Obviously, last year, just awful by kicker standard. Obviously, awful by Adam Vinatieri's standards. But I don't know. I I just – I've trusted Adam Vinatieri for so long to handle the Colts' kicking duties. It's hard for me to just kind of throw him to the wayside. But you also look at it. He's getting closer to 50. He's obviously had a down year. I feel like the last couple of years he's had a couple down years. I know 2018 it was more towards the end of the year where I felt like he kind of had you know some of that injury lingering a little bit. But I don't know. It's just an interesting 
thing to think about with Adam Vinatieri. Like, if he comes back and he's fully healthy, would you take him back or would you take a risk on some, one of these younger kickers? Um, I'm probably more inclined to just roll with the younger kicker and, and move on. But I'm curious, Derek, if Adam Vinatieri came back um, and was in the competition, would you want him back in a Colts uniform? I, I feel like I can't even say this because, like, I, I, I if somehow, some way, this wound it up to Adam Vinatieri, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, it, I, I would like for Vinatieri to stick around. I feel as though he's a great presence in the uniform. I feel like he's a great pre- presence in the locker room and then the group he's in. I would just prefer him not kicking. I mean, that's pretty much it for me. I, I would love for him to be a, a special teams guy, somebody that can teach these younger kids about kicking and how to what the experience is like and everything else. But I, I, I just would prefer to roll with the young guys on this one. And that's totally fair. And, and you mentioned him maybe come back, maybe like a coaching role or a consultant role, kind of like Robert Mathis has done with the Colts. Obviously not now, but he came back for a little bit and helped kind of train and develop some of those younger Colts pass rushers. So I don't know, maybe he comes back as a consultant if he decides indeed to hang it up. But man, <laughs> Adam Vinatieri has been kicking longer than we've been alive, Derek. So I would not put it past him uh, to want to play another season. You know, Frank Gore and Adam Vinatieri, they're just special guys who are so, so competitive. And they love the game of football so much, man. I feel like both of them are just going to play until they literally cannot play anymore. They physically cannot play anymore. Um, both two guys, future Hall of Famers, both of them. Adam Vinatieri, the best kicker of all time, in my opinion, and scoring leader of all time. So I think he definitely is the best scorer of all time in terms of kickers. Um, we can move on now. We're kind of done with the, the kickers and punters. Move on to some return guys that we think uh, will probably contribute here in 2020. The first guy, Naheem Hines. He has not really been used a whole lot in the return game. I mean, last year was the first year that he really has done much in the return game. You know, his rookie year, he, he dabbled in that a little bit in the preseason, obviously had some fumbling problems. And so the Colts kind of took that off of his plate and made him primarily just a receiving back in that offense. But this last year, especially near the end of the year, when some injuries piled up, Chester Rogers went on IR, Naheem Hines got some looks. And uh, he really, you know, for – the minimal amount of returns that he got, he really lit it up. I mean, he had two return, two punt return touchdowns. He averaged 31.2 yards per return, uh, which I think is significant. He is just lightning in a bottle. I mean, we've seen it. Whenever you get the ball in his hands, Naheem Hines is one of the fastest players in the league. He was the fastest running back coming out of the 2018 draft. And he's one of those guys similar to we've looked at Paris Campbell. We've looked at some other speedsters that the Colts have. When you get the ball in their hands, they're just electric. Uh, Derek, give me your thoughts on Naheem Hines and what he can potentially do to elevate the Colts punt return game and potentially kick return game in 2020. Yeah, leave Naheem Hines on the punt return. Don't make him kick return. Um, I I think punt return is his specialty because, again, his shiftiness and just the way he's able to make guys miss in the open field is just phenomenal. He's got great acceleration, a great first step. I mean, you saw it in the Carolina Panthers game. He almost broke three punt returns for touchdowns. He had two, and he was the punter away from breaking a third one. So 
This guy is a game wrecker on punt returns. He's just so shifty. I, I, I really, really want to have Naheem Hines stick to the punt return. And I'll just jump into the kick return. The reason I don't want him on kick return, because again, you don't always have to be super shifty when it comes to kick return. You just have to find an alleyway and hit it hard. And that's where guys like Paris Campbell and Isaiah Rogers come into play. That's why I think these two guys are great. Even though I think um, Rogers could move his way into punt return at time as well, because he's just, he's just very, he is also very shifty when he runs. I think sometimes I looked at a couple of the uh, a couple of the returns he had at UMass, and it actually was to the point where it was like I- I'm seeing him run, and sometimes he's got his arms flapping around like when he when he jukes. It's kind of weird to look at, but at the same time, you know, he's making dudes miss and he's doing all this and that. So I'm not going to complain, but um, that's why I feel those two should be more at that uh, kick return position because they have uh, more top end speed at that time. And uh, the acceleration part is not as much of it. It's more of just when can you hit your top speed? So I I think that's ultimately why I would think that uh, Isaiah Rogers and Paris Campbell for me should be the kick returners. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And Isaiah Rogers at UMass, he primarily returned kicks. I mean, he had 53 returns this last year. He only returned 11 punts, so he'd probably be more of a kick return guy anyways. But, you know, he averaged 24.4 yards last year, which is pretty decent. Yeah, he's definitely a shifty guy that uh, will be interesting. He's got that 4-2-40 that he ran. Uh, just the Colts just have gotten a lot more speed the last couple of years. It was a four two eight. It was a four two eight. Just okay. for a disclaimer, it's not yeah, four yeah. two four. It, it, <laughs> it, we'll let the com- the comment section. We'll let you hear that forever, Cody. If you said that was a four two four. Well, I thought that somebody in the comments was going to say, Derek, why are you calling Rigoberto Sanchez a kicker? He's a punter. I just thought that would be funny. Somebody would probably say that, but. Yeah, Isaiah Rogers, another guy uh, that that's interesting. I think he can can come in and contribute right away. Paris Campbell, obviously, very fast as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they share the duties this next year, especially especially with you know Zach Pascal last year. You know he had returned kicks more in 2018, and then this last year he he was need, needed more with all the injuries. He needed more at the wide receiver core. So uh, more, yeah, some of these guys who not necessarily are going to see a ton of snaps. We'll probably handle more of that. So, yeah, that'll do it for this series, looking at all the Colts position groups. Wrapping it up here with the punters, kickers, and the returners. So, thanks, guys, for listening. We really appreciate all your support. And, as always, go Colts.